Welcome to the Addiction Solution Podcast. I'm Michelle Dunbar. Enjoy listening and watching as addiction experts Mark Sheeran and I cover controversial as well as helpful topics on addiction, how to move past it, and other related subjects. As two of the co-founders of the Freedom Model, Mark and I will give you a completely new perspective on the topics that matter to you. We will take to task the Recovery Society's lies and misinformation and replace them with facts, research, and the methods to move on from addiction struggles without 12-step meetings, rehabs, and the shackles of endless recovery. Let's escape the treatment and recovery trap together and learn to be free. Welcome to the truth. Hey, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Addiction Solution. I'm Michelle Dunbar. And I'm Mark Sheeran. And we wrote The Freedom Model for Addictions, Escape the Treatment and Recovery Trap, and The Freedom Model for the Family. And what we want to talk about today is the difference between um, the freedom model and the control model. Can I just give a little background on this topic? You can, but before we do that, I just want to say that there's a QR code. Let me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it is right there. (laughs) And that is for our Move Past Addiction Masterclass, which is free. You can spend an hour with us. You can ask us questions. And we will teach you how to move past addiction uh, without meetings, rehabs, mat drugs, recovery processes, or any of that uh, nonsense. You can move on with your life and be free. I had to figure it out. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. was confused. Yeah, because we're looking at a camera. It's really weird. <laughs> it's backwards. Like, so, so if you are listening and you want to do the master class, you can go to thefreedommodel.org and there's a really annoying pop-up on there. Um <laughs> But, but it'll, the pop-up is right. It makes it easy for you to enroll in the free masterclass. Okay. Um, and, uh, so, or if you already have been there and the pop-up doesn't show up anymore, cause it will stop showing up after you've been there. Um, you can, it's right on the front page. It's right on our homepage. It's the very first thing it says masterclass and there's a little button to enroll. And if you're a, a frequenter on TikTok, you just go to the link tree. Yeah. Or or the social media. So, or you can just go to YouTube, our YouTube channel, and watch us. And there it is, right on the screen. Yep. Okay. So, so we had somebody post a, a, a research. Um, I from our I did a clip from our podcast last week called the Addiction Recovery Religion, um, where we're talking a little bit about uh, the twelve step program and recovery overall, the way that it is is seen and thought of today, the whole addiction disease paradigm and everything that goes with it. And somebody posted an interesting um, research that we've seen many times. A lot of recovery religion zealots like to post this one among a couple others. And in the research, the research was um, that, a you know, the headline is this big headline that Stanford scientists see that AA is most effective. And really, when you look at the research, because you can never trust a headline anymore. um, When you look at the research, even just the abstract, you don't have to go into the research very deeply. You see that all they did was compare attendance at meetings to uh, psychotherapy um, for helping people to be abstinent. And I'm not terribly surprised that what they found was attendance at meetings um, was a better indicator, you know, helped people stay at, remain abstinence, 
over attendance at psychotherapy. Um, anybody that's tried to go to psychotherapy for a substance use problem knows it's not very effective. <laughs> right. So they took two two subpar models that are worse than doing nothing. And then they pitted those against each other and made some judgment based on bottom of the barrel results. Yeah. So basically so. what they did was prove something that was worse, <laughs> had worse effectiveness right. than, than right. AA. Right. Um, and uh, so for anyone out there who wants to give me that one, we've already done it. <laughs> yeah. Well, th that, that study gets popped up constantly because of the title. Uh, good marketing, but yeah, but a, but a bad study. But it, a bad. It, it, it's study. meaningless. It's just meaningless. So, so I wanted to, you know, the the person that that I got into this discussion with, who had posted the study, had a really good question, and the question was, well, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Like, you know, do you have, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy? Like, what is your if you're not doing the addiction treatment method, what is your methodology? What, how do you help people? And that's, I thought that was a great question. And I think it's something that we'll talk about today. Yeah. So a lot of years ago, I came up with a macro piece, an article about the difference between freedom and control. And if you look at treatment, AA, the 12 steps, rehabs, the recovery movement, all of it is predicated on a, a method of control. And that is you get, you quietly give up your rights because you're in a vulnerable place to the tyranny of experts, to the tyranny of uh, something outside of you is supposed to solve your issue for you, whether it's meetings, whether it's a counselor, a sponsor, some other entity, now medications, big pharma is heavily involved in the recovery movement to try and keep you on lifelong mat regimens. Um, it's real insanity what's happened. But this isn't this this is a very very common method governments have used it for millennia thousands of years um the idea that you can make people comfortable that a government or other people can control your life and make you happier um is a common idea and that's how they gain control and uh and so I did a paper on this, the control model versus the freedom model. So what is the freedom model? The freedom model is where you, we identify what is inside the individual that ultimately has control over the choices that that individual makes. And this is so hard for the zealots, the recovery zealots to understand. It is, it is really difficult because their whole ethos, their idea is predicated on, I need something outside of me because there's a, a central idea that is poisonous. And that is that an addiction is outside of you, that the addiction is a thing, that compelled use is a thing that you have no control over. And once you take all the responsibility of a person's actions and their freedoms and their happiness outside of themselves, and you say, you need treatment. There's an entity outside of you that's in the parking lot doing push-ups called the disease of alcoholism or the disease of addiction. Now you're in a realm where if that's true, you would need something outside yourself to fix you like AA meetings, like Matt regimens, like all this stuff. So it's a very weird world that we've entered um, when the reality is you were born with everything to make decisions. It's it's tough for people 
coming from the addiction disease paradigm, coming from the recovery world to understand what the freedom model is all about because they have a lack of understanding of the problem, right? The problem itself is misunderstood. The problem known as addiction is misunderstood. And it's exactly what Mark said. It's this idea that there's something happening to you that you don't have control over. Something that, that just, you know, like a cancer that comes into your body, right? That, that all of a sudden you, you have this thing that's happening within your body that you don't actually aren't able to control. Well, that's not what substance use is or any other behavior known as addiction. Now that things that we look at now, I can remember, you know, when I was first studying addiction, I was a heavy substance user. Okay. I was in college and I can remember questioning addiction in a, in a psych class I was taking and saying, well, if ingesting alcohol or drugs is an addiction that happens to you, right? If you can, then wouldn't any behavior, couldn't any behavior and at all become an addiction. Oh, and that's exactly where our culture has gone. Well, and that was what it was interesting because my professor at the time dismissed it, summarily dismissed it. Like, no, it's because of the agents of substances and what they do in your brain. But it is where our culture has gone. Okay. Because, and, and for me, it's solidified you know, that's when I started reading Stanton Peel. Like it solidified that no, no, the act of ingesting a substance is always volitional. It's always voluntary. So that means this idea that we're out of control is wrong. It's completely wrong. And, and like, even then I could foresee where we are today and it's tragic. It's truly tragic. Well, and here's the real insidious part of all of this, the, the, the misinformation, and this is where we're going with today's podcast. The misinformation is really, really crafty. It sure because is. Because they conflate truisms that are on their face. Absolutely true. Yes. Um, for example, uh, live, you live your life one day at a time and that's just a reality. You live in a moment right? We live in everybody the, does in this moment. And then they, what they do then is they take a truism like that, that is absolutely on its face, accurate and undeniable. Right. And then they say, you have to not drink one day at a time. And no, you can decide to not drink for the rest of your life. Do you see? So, so what they did is they took something that, that, has nothing to do with living one day at a time. It has nothing to do with, yeah. It has nothing to do with living one day at a time. It has to do with, with you live your life one day at a time. That's a separate topic that has nothing to do with drinking. Nothing, zero, nothing. And then they say, you know, but you, you, you have to not drink one day at a time. So they take the choice away and they fill you with fear and they say but that's predicated on the idea that alcohol has some cunning baffling powerful uh, agency to it it has some ability to take you over and that you really are weak and right. and that whole argument is a falsity not a truism so we've taken a truism that on its face is true and then we morph it and evolve it with misinformation and use it to control you the truism 
that you live one day at a time is an internal process of perceiving your world and living your life as a happy living, individual. In living in each moment and taking each moment, right? Um, because that's all we can do. Right. I mean, that's all you can do. And and when you worry about the future or you lament about the past, you're you're taking, you're detracting from the moment in which you're living. And and so, but but what what Mark's saying is true in that. That well, I want to go to the think, think, think one. Okay, yeah, we can jump to that because because that one. These are these are uh, quotes from AA. Yeah, they're slogans. slogans that people use from AA, and there's so many of them that it's like I, I can remember hearing the slogan and thinking, "But you don't want me to do that." Think. You don't want me to think. Right. You don't want me to think critically because because isn't that stinking thinking? So which is it? Yeah. So, so think, think, think was originally, uh, it's a truism. In other words, we think as yeah. human beings, we think that's obvious. Can't help it. You, you can't help it. And, um, and what they did is then now, and over the decades that AA, they take the the slogan and they flip it upside down and, and you might be in a, in a AA meeting room where they put the slogans up on the wall and you'll notice that think, think, think is upside down. So they, they don't want you to think. And I wrote down a couple of quotes from the, from the AA text. And uh, here's how they morph that self-knowledge availed us nothing, you know, in regards to drinking that you can't think your way out of it. Self-knowledge is not the answer. Uh, These are direct. It is the, it's the only answer. It's the only answer. So they start with a truism, think, think, think. You have the ability to think. Then they flip it on its head, literally. And then they tell you that you have no self-knowledge, that you can't think your way out of drinking. Well, that is the only way. But if you are left knowing that you are capable of changing, you don't need AA. No. Or treatment or mat drugs or any of it. You're not weak. Suddenly you realize I can think my way out of this. Yeah. Which is what people have done since the beginning of time. And it's what everybody eventually does. It's the only way. Right. That's, that's the key. It's the only way. And, and so when we get, I want to just say this quickly, when we get criticized, when we get criticized for, for talking about addiction recovery and AA, which is the basis for the entire addiction recovery paradigm. Okay. Um, we can't talk about what we do without comparing it because that's what everybody knows. That's that we all exist in this paradigm. We're all living in it. We're like the seventh or eighth generation in it. Right. I mean, it's a true religion. It's almost a hundred years old. So, so, Everybody that's gone to gone to public schools, everybody that that lives in our society knows these things and thinks they know about addiction, but they've been given the wrong information from birth. Everybody that's alive today has been given the wrong information the their entire lives, with the exception of maybe people over 80 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Or people that are really on the fringes of society and don't aren't involved in those things, but that's a rare, a rare case. Exactly. So yeah, the, the, the misinformation is, is, is literally everywhere, but I, I, I really want to stay on the topic of that. They take a truism and then with nuance, quietly change it to control. So the truisms of, of AA 
the truisms that they that they manipulate are all truisms about you as a thinking individual, as an autonomous being that's capable of change. And then Bill Wilson, because he was such a screwed up individual, said, oh, no, no, there's no way you can stop. There is a loss of control. And then he personified the drug and, and gave it life, actually put life force into the drug by saying it's cunning, baffling and powerful uh, without help. It is too much for us. This is this is read before every single AA meeting and in treatment centers across the world now. Without help, it is too much for us. It. What is it? See, these are the nuances that people ignore. I didn't ignore it. And no, Michelle me didn't neither. ignore it. I said, wait a minute, what is it with this? You're, what you're talking about is something overtaking the mind and creating an insane and uh, insane condition because they talk about being restored to sanity through AA and treatment. So you're insane and and that that you're never going to be okay ever, that you are genuinely a broken person. Um, so look at and people believe this stuff. They believe it. And so the people that are doing well, spewing these slogans and walking around like like somehow they have been struck by the hand of God and relieved of their obsession because that's the way they talk, okay? Um, that are walking around, you're you're abstinent in spite of what you're taught. Not because of what you're taught. So let's go to another one of these one of these truisms. Um, I, I want to go to keep it simple. Oh yeah, keep yeah. it simple. You know, when you there's a th Occam's razor. You apply Occam's razor. Sometimes the most obvious and simplest solution is the solution, and a lot of times it is. Most of the time it is. And it really is in the universe. It is what what you observe is usually the truth. Yep. So so kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Um. Just don't drink and go to meetings. So, but they don't keep it simple. No, that's, and that's what we're talking about. The nuance is what we just described is you take a truism, which is you are capable of change. Yep. You have choice. Okay. So you, and, and fundamentally, if nobody ever taught you that you, you, you can't think your way out of problems. If nobody taught you that you're powerless, if nobody taught you the word addict or alcoholic, if all that was never taught to you, then what you would be stuck with is the truth. And that is I get drunk and high because I like it. And I'm confused about that. Right. That's keeping it simple. Yep. Now that's, that's where you can problem solve from truth becomes a very, very um, quick and efficient path to change, to evolving out of a drug problem. We see that all the time, millions of times a year across the globe. But what they do is they say, keep it simple, which is a truism, right? It's a good idea to it's do a, that. To, to like look for a simple solution. Yeah, which is you making decisions. That's the simple solution. And then they say, uh, no, no, that's not what we mean. You have to keep it simple. Just go to meetings. Just go to see meetings. How, see and, how they and don't drink. So they went from the autonomous individual being the center of the solution to something outside of them and, and they morph it. So keep it simple on its face, makes sense. And then suddenly you're kind of confused when you go to AA because you're like, oh, I got to go to these meetings. That's weird. Um, and I'm now, not allowed to drink. Yeah, I'm not. Allowed so I have to choose not to drink. Yeah, but I can't do that unless I go to meetings, I guess. 
you know, and now you start to fulfill that prophecy. Then when you skip the meetings, you're drunk because everybody tells you that's what's going to happen. Yes. Now it's very complicated. So it started out as keep it simple, the truism of you're capable of change, which is what the freedom model teaches, that you are your solution to addiction, which is keeping it very simple, is now this complex grouping of steps and being a spiritual person and being restored to sanity. Oh my God, I'm insane. And, and oh, I, I have to go to these weird cult-like meetings and I have to, I have to have all these recovery processes and I have to have uh, purpose in my life. And, and you I, have to be perfectly spiritual. Yes. We have to get rid of all these character defects or somehow that's attached to my activity of liking alcohol. I mean, it's so bizarre. It's anything but simple. It's, it's, <laughs> it's been made into, but it all is predicated on alcohol and drugs being personified as intelligent agents and you are not. So they have taken the truth and completely wiped it away to control you. Yes. Purely to control you and get your money. That's what this is about. And it's really scary stuff. What about I live life on life's terms? Yeah. That, you know what? There's, there's real value in that, in that statement. There definitely is. As we mature, we suddenly realize that life has a lot of suffering to it. It sure does. And whether physically, mentally, emotionally, in our careers, in our marriages, in our relationships, our interpersonal relationships, all of that has uh, problems associated with it. And uh, that's just reality. But what AA says, right, or treatment says is live life on life's terms and you have to accept your disease. That's right. Well, that's what they mean by it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that the terms in which you need to live by, the framework you have to live by is this weakened individual that can't think for themselves. And these are the terms upon which you have to be a part of the treatment complex now. And the recovery world, you are a person in recovery. You're not a person. No. You're not an autonomous individual. You are a person in recovery. Never forget that you're an addict. You're an alcoholic. And, and that those are the terms you have to live your life by. So, so we see once again that we go from freedom, which is I get to live life on life's terms. I get to, I get to frame out what my circumstances are in my life. And say in within the confines of my mind, how am I gonna how am I gonna adjust my thinking, my behaviors to problem solve the suffering of life? That's what free will, that's what autonomy allows us to do within the confines of our mind and our behaviors and our actions. And then AA comes along and says, Oh, no, 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 none of that applies to you because you're different. Right. And and that's the, the insidious controlling nature of cults. Cults take something that is a truism, bastardize it so that it takes your power away and makes you a part of the hive mind mindset. And, and, but, but you can't, it's very hard to get people to buy into an ethos of control of any kind. Um, if you outright lie, because people look at it and go, that's, that's fucking nuts. Right. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. That's craziness. That's crazy talk. But when you take these things that AA does, this is why we get so much pushback about AA. They go, no, no, it's got good stuff. It's got good stuff. It's yeah. It's a recipe for a good life. And, and because they're looking at, at these, these truisms 
and they're not thinking it through. It took us 12 years to sort through this confusion and go, oh my, because at first we're like, none of it works. It's, it's a mess. We're watching people die and, and it's a total shit show everywhere in AA, in the AA community. It's a nightmare of suicides, drug overdoses, you know, rapes, all this uh, really I, horrible, horrible stuff. stuff just relate like abusive relationships and, um, everybody's screwing around on each other, activity. And, uh, horrible. Yeah. People taking advantage of, of each other. And I mean, the loss of rights with the legal system being when you're pumped into the system, like I was, you know, and all this stuff. But meanwhile, you're half believing that you are the problem because the truisms make sense. And you're, and you're, you're put back on your heels going, I don't, I don't understand what's happening to me. And I don't like this, but maybe I'm just one of those unfortunates, right? That's boy. That's where people die. That is, that is when that, that's when you start to give up. You think I just, you know, I'm, I'm working with somebody who says this frequently. Like I'm just somebody that just can't get this. I'm just somebody that just can't get this. I'm like, no. And and what you can't get this because because it's bullshit. And what a good thing to say. Yeah, you can't get this, but you can get it if you understand the truisms and that you're autonomous. Right, right. I'm what I'm what I mean by is this this person thought I'm constitutionally capable of being honest with yeah. myself. Like, like she really, you know, all the the all the years of being exposed to this over and over and over again. And, and the more that you go, you know, the more that you go back to the heavy substance use, the more you believe the, the bullshit part of this. Yeah. That yes, you fulfill the control model and then you quietly give up your rights to the sponsors, to the treatment centers, to the halfway house manager, to your, to your probation officers, to all the people that start running your life in this grand charade, your family members mm -hmm. who may be AA members. I, I lived through all of oh, it. Me too. She did too. Mm -hmm. And then, to, so to sort this out, took this 470 pages of data. It was 600 before I cut it down. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually about a thousand pages of, of files, but <laughs> files. that was a nightmare. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. So I want to go to the serenity prayer. Okay. Because mm. I hear the serenity prayer in other areas. And, and if you're like us, a lot of times when you hear a lot of this stuff that comes from AA, now we've been away from it so long that it doesn't affect me the way that it used to. But I know a lot of people that are in the process of leaving, um, it's there's almost a trauma response when you hear some of this stuff because you're like, oh God, you know, it's it just makes you want to vomit when you hear it again. But if you listen to the serenity prayer, it's good advice. It's good advice. You know, the the courage to, like to recognize the stuff I can change and focus on the things I can change and really disregard and not worry about the things I can't change. That's a truism. That's great advice. That's advice for a very happy life, truly, because there's a whole lot of stuff going on in the world. I mean, and especially now you're watching social media, you're seeing all the crazy things going on all around the world. And it's and it, there's a lot of people that get caught up in it and and they're miserable. They're so unhappy. And sometimes like if I stay on social media too long, I can like 
fall into that and be worried about my children and my grandchildren in the future. And like that stuff, I can't, I can't, I can't control any of that. Right. Right. Yeah. So what can you control? What in your, in your sphere of influence can you control? So that, that's a pair, a prayer that's also been bastardized at all. If you watch, go, go to an AA meeting. If you're still involved in that, or if you don't believe us, take the, write down what we've discussed as truisms, right? These ideas go through this podcast really carefully, bring the list and then listen to how they manipulate it into you always going to a meeting. Yes. That you, that the, the serenity prayer for AA members means I can't control that I'm an alcoholic. Right. Except the so I have to accept change. that I'm an alcoholic and that's bullshit. Right. Okay. Right. Alcoholic is a nonsensical term made up, made up. That means that you are compelled beyond your free will and that there is an entity called addiction that is out to get you that is personified as having intelligence and motive. That's what it means. That is what it that's means. That's what it means. And that's all made up shit. It doesn't have that capacity. It doesn't biohack your brain and force you and compel you to, to, to use. It, it, it has no capacity to do that. Does it have the capacity to affect your brain tissue? Yep. Your, does it make you sloppy physically? Yep. Does it make you uh, have adrenaline and pump you up and have fast processing speed with cocaine and methamphetamine? Sure, we agree with all those physical ramifications. But that's another case where they take the physical and then they, with a, with a quiet misinformation nuance, morph it into, see, you're biohacked and therefore you can't decide for yourself. That's bullshit. Right. That's bullshit. You know, everybody eventually stops or stops intermittently. If everybody was compelled to use, if we were truly powerless, we would all start and die of unending use. You can't have powerlessness halfway. That's not what powerlessness means. Even those people, the tragedies of heavy substance use, even the people that die, okay, that have died, you know, directly from heavy substance use. They all went through periods where they stopped. No, like literally nobody is a drug taking zombie. Nobody. That's right. Everybody stops at some point for, for some reason or another. And, and so on its face, the idea that you lose control, the idea that you're powerless can't be true. It is self-evident that it is not true. And, but, but know that Mark and I both bought in at one point in time. Deeply. Okay. And, and we, we questioned it and we felt bad about questioning it. Yeah. We quietly questioned it. And then eventually I just dug my heels and said, something's really, really wrong. Something is, is drastically off kilter here. And, but but to go through the big book, to have taught it for all those years, to have lived it as a kid and with parents that were in the cult, all of that, it's really hard at, at that point to let go of this idea that I need to be led. You know, I want to say something publicly that I don't think we've said before. I mean, there may be people here. I mean, Mark and I sponsored hundreds of people in the 90s. Um, we, when we were going to AA meetings and even when we were, once we started really 
stepping back and doing the research hardcore, we let a lot of that go. But but the people that I sponsored, if you're listening, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I've always felt that way. I was, I, I I look back and I go, oh my god, you know, the things I taught people is so insane. Yeah, so insane. But I, you know, it's the knowledge we had at that time. The good news is, if you want, if you are one of those people and you and you want to learn the truth. Here it is. Here it is. And you can get this book for free. We still offer the digital version of the book for free at go to thefreedommodel.org and go to um, the books tab and choose the Freedom Model for Addictions or the Freedom Model for the Family. Enter coupon code FREEDOM100 at checkout. That book, the digital copy of the book will always be free. If you like to listen, the audiobook is re- very inexpensive. Yeah, it's like five bucks or something. Yeah, and you can you can order the audiobook as well. People love the audiobook. Yeah, they do. They do. So all right, everybody. So we're yeah, I think we've I think we've hit this. Look at if uh if A is working for you, great. Okay, but but know that you can be free. Yeah. You really, really can. You you don't have to have some other opinion except your own guiding this whole thing and you can move on with your life and, you really and just just be free just and it's effortless once you know the truth it's effortless i don't do anything to maintain. nothing there is no such thing as recovery in my life there is just me choosing and and there's no fear yeah. like i can remember being afraid of going to a restaurant yeah. where they served alcohol and being told i shouldn't be there i mean that's Really? That's awful. That's terrible. It's no way to live. Yeah, it's lunacy. Mm-hmm. But it's, so, it's based on what you know. The other thing you can do is check out our Move Past Addiction Masterclass, which we talked about at the beginning. Mark, point at it. <laughs> Let me see here. If you're at the uh, – there it is. There's the QR there's code. There's the QR code. You can uh, actually register. Just use that QR code, and it'll take you there, or go to thefreedommodel.org. It is on our homepage. Um, and uh, and it's every Thursday. Now, as we get into the fall, it gets to be hunting season and I have my annual <laughs> vacation. So we've shifted. So there'll be a couple different days there. So sign up for the day you want. Now, if you can't make the live event, it is recorded. You will be able to watch it later on. Um, so just pick the day you want. And then what we forgot to say is if this oh, really yeah. resonates yeah. with you, um, you will get 50% off the online program just for registering and watching the um, the masterclass, okay? Yeah, so spend an hour and you make a whole bunch of money with us. <laughs> yeah, right? You can you can get the online program for half price. And, um, and it's Mark and I taking you through this book yeah. um, as well as additional lessons that aren't in this book. And a lot of it, we have the deprogramming from AA we uh, seminar series in there. The Freedom Model for the Family online program is a portion of that. Then you have the 100 more than a hundred uh, video tutorials. You have a two hour live oh, Q&A, Q&A with us, with us, which is next week. Yeah. It's already coming. Oh, when yeah, this gets released. So it'll be next. It's um every Wednesday, the last Wednesday of every month at 3 PM Eastern time. And it's live. You come into a, uh, basically is like a zoom situation and you will talk with us. Um, just ask us questions and it is private. Oh my gosh, my phone is listening to us. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> Weird talking to us too. So yeah, we have the live Q and A session, and uh, yeah, 
So all right. It. all right, everybody have a great week. I know the summer's almost ending. So as we come into fall, I hope everybody has a good one. Bye everyone. It's time for you and those you love to step off the addiction roller coaster for good and learn a solution that works. It's called Move Past Addiction Masterclass, and it's a free one-hour live online class where you'll hear new and empowering information about how to solve addiction for good without steps, meetings, rehabs, or labeling yourself for life. If you're struggling or you love someone who is, then this masterclass is for you. To enroll in our free class, click the link provided or go to thefreedommodel.org. And when you attend our masterclass, you get the added bonus of 50% off our Freedom Model online program. So enroll today at thefreedommodel.org and we'll see you at the masterclass.